Hey everybody, this is Diana Stimkowski, sales and marketing coach for massage therapists. Um, I've, <laughs> I'm talking today about niching down in massage therapy. And what I wanted to present to you is just something to think about because being a coach, there's a lot of niche drama amongst new or returning to coaching coaches that I can totally talk about because there was, I've had, I had drama, niche drama for a, a year until I was like, I'm making this decision to coach massage therapists to help them make more money. That was, that's my niche. So when it comes to massage therapy, I think the question here is, um, why niche down the pros and cons of niching down and the pros and cons of just being a non-specific massage therapist or a general massage therapist. I work with all kinds of people on all kinds of different things and I love it. Or I know that's where I'm going to get my clientele. I know there's a steady amount of clientele with within those parameters. I don't feel the need to niche down. All of this is your call. All of this is your decision. When niching down becomes a problem is we're all looking for the, what's the right niche? Oh, I, I like this group of people, but oh man, I, I heard someone else talk about this and I really like their idea about this. And so we just get stuck in confusion about niching down and what, you know, who do we want to work with? I think the, the essential issues, what we want to address with niching down is being passionate about who you want to work with, being passionate about how you can help them. That's what it boils down to. Who do I know? What do I know? So for, as an example, I am a massage therapist, but I'm also a coach. So I allowed myself to say, huh, I wasn't very confident or knowledgeable and didn't give myself a chance to be successful as a massage therapist. I know all the pain points of massage therapists and having a practice. I know all of them. I'm very familiar with that. So why not pursue that? I know what massage therapists need help with. And so I was like, oh, okay, I can decide that. I can give it six months to a year to figure out if uh, that is my group of people. There's enough people to support my coaching practice and you know, is my population big enough yet small enough, specific enough for me to pull from with my marketing? So the questions you really need to ask are who am I passionate about working with? How can I help them? Or more specifically, the pain points I can help them with. And what are their main issues? What are their, not just like a body part or an issue, but just how they may look at their own lives. I want to be more mobile so I can run around the backyard with my grandkid. I mean, those are the things you could say that I help people in their sixties run around with their grandkids in the backyard. <laughs> that could be a niche, but the thing about, I love, which is a huge thing. I, I determined from my own niche drama was that niching down helped me fine tune my message. It helped me fine tune my understanding of my potential clients problems and the solution I had for them. That helped me tremendously because I was a general life coach up until I think August or September of 2021. 
and I liked it because I got to work with different people on different things. I got to work with a lot more people because I was just, I didn't pick. I was just, okay, let's talk about business. No, let's talk about your relationships. Let's talk about your children, your family, whatever it is. So niching, you know, I, up until general life coaching and general massage will give you a lot of experience. It will teach you what you don't want and what you do want, which is super helpful because that can go into your messaging somehow. Whether you're, even if you're a general massage therapist, I know I don't want to work with these people. So I'm going to gear my, my marketing to people, you know, between the ages of say 22 and 62. I like that whole group of people. I don't want to work with anybody younger or anybody older. <laughs> so it's all good information to have. You could still consider your, did you niche down? Kind of, but you don't have to use that verbiage. This is my group of people, unless you want to. So to me, that really figuring out who I wanted to help, how I was going to resolve their issues was truly helpful to me. The problem comes in when you are staying in confusion, when you are like, oh, I, I love this idea. I'm, I'm in love with it. I'm ready to marry this idea of a niche. And then you have a conversation with one of your colleagues and they're like, no, I really like working with blah, 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 and blah, blah, blah in this age group or whatever it is. And you're like, oh, then you're like, you know, shiny object syndrome where you're like, whatever you just decided five minutes ago about the, the your niche is just completely, it, it's disintegrated, it's gone. And so we stay in this perpetual state of confusion because we just are choosing not to decide. And I think that that is a very powerless place to be because if we're operating from confusion, we are helping no one, not ourselves, not anybody else. We are staying stuck. So we're not taking the steps to address our, the audience that we want to have or the, the, the client pool we want to pull from. So if we stay in this niche drama too long, it, it, we will come to an absolute standstill. This is not what we want. So niching down is really tapping into, yes, this group of people with this problem and this solution. And you just go from there. Now you may or may not be done. Your niche may need tweaking over time. And the only way you're going to know that is if you're marketing to that niche specifically. And it's a lot of trial and error. All marketing is, is an experiment. Sales is an experiment. What works? What doesn't work? What can I continue to do that I know works? And so niching is the same thing. Niching is an experiment. Now there's a, a joke in uh, my coaching program where the business coach that I was uh, listening to at the time that you can get super specific or too specific on your niche. In it, for an example, I'm a massage therapist who works on women having their first child. They are, these women are between the ages of 35 and 40. And that's my, and, and they um, are married to doctors and uh, they're athletes. You can see how specific that is. And really what you could experiment with depending on where your passion lies is I work on women who are have, giving birth for the first time between the ages of 35 and 40, 40. I'm working on women who are athletes having their first babies. 
I am working with women who are having, you know, who are married to doctors <laughs> or, or are pregnant for the first time. That to me has interesting uh, possibilities because, you know, as massage therapists, um, we, you know, we, we look at the body maybe in a different way than a doctor would or a doctor's wife would. Anyway, it's, it, it, there's, there's just interesting conversations I'm imagining in my head. So we just, when it comes to that, like we can choose, can we be too specific? Yes. Can our net be wider, bigger than necessary? Yes. You want to be, you just want to have a big enough net to pull in your potential clients to get information on what's working and what isn't. And so you can tweak your niche as you go, but at least commit to it for a good six months to a year. And I think one of the problems that massage therapists run into when it comes to niching down is this belief that, well, if I'm, if I'm turning away people who are not quote unquote, my people, then I'm going to lose money. I won't have a successful business because I'm turning clients away, which for a lot of us feels really super uncomfortable. And so niching down is going to help you focus your energy on the people you want to attract. And there may be, there may be a transition period from more non-specific massage therapy practice to a more specialized one where you might be turning people away, or you're going to have clients on your table who are like, I still want you to be my massage therapist. And you, you make the decision if I still want to work with this person or if I need to let them go in order to open up the possibility of new clients who I know I'm going to love working with. And so these are all aspects of that decision of niching down that a coach like me can very definitely help you with. Because we're dealing with beliefs about, well, I've got to be, we're, we're trying to conform to what people want from us in order for them to become our clients. Well, yeah, I'm a, I'm a prenatal massage therapist to one person. And then you're turning around saying, I'm, I'm a, I work with athletes. <laughs> and in a way, as massage therapists, depending on our training, I mean, I considered myself a Jill of all trades, really. I learned all kinds of te techniques and modalities, and I just integrated into one thing. But, you know, the general public is not, probably not familiar with the niceties and the nuances of a lot of different techniques and what their uh, purposes are. So I was like, I, I was telling different people different things. So yeah, I work with pregnant women. I work with athletes. I work with people who are training for a sporting event. I work with construction workers. I work with uh, equestrians, people who ride or ride horses, whatever. I just knew I could do it because I had the, you know, I had a, a very uh, broad uh, training in a lot of different things. I knew I could address this. You know, I just, and it didn't bother me that I was different people to different, I was a different massage therapist to different people. It didn't bother me at all because I knew I could help and I didn't feel like I wanted to be very specific. And so, you know, that's another thing you're going to have to decide is, you know, yes, I want to attract the clients who will support my practice and that is okay. It's not like you're, it's not an all or nothing equation here. It's more like I can have you know, both, I can have a, both of a, su a successful massage therapy practice and work with a specific group of people who I love working with. 
There doesn't have to be, well, if I'm specific, then I won't get paid. You know, I won't support myself. That, I, there's a vast amount of room in between all or nothing here. And something you want to pay attention to in your thinking when you think about niching down. Are you doing it because other people are saying, recommending it, suggesting that you do that? You know, you might want to try that on and really look at that. Uh, is this a good idea that you were like, yeah, I really want to figure out who my clients are. I'm really at the stage in my career. You know, I've worked on a lot of different people with a lot of different issues. And now I just want to be more specific. I'm trying to find sort of my passion. It took me 15 years, no, 14, 15 years in order to find a modality that I was beyond passionate with. So and up until then, I didn't really see, I was coming too much from scarcity and lack because I was like, I just need clients. And that was my belief. I need more clients. I can't niche down because then I'm going to be, you know, turning, you know, people will be not, they won't come to me if they know I'm, I'm specifically working with this group of people. So just be on to yourselves about that kind of thinking. It doesn't have to be all or nothing. It can, you can, make your niche be whatever you want it to be. Give it time for you to figure out if it's effective and how to tweak that message out in your marketing, in your sales. And then you can, you know, that's great. I figured it out. And when it comes down to it too, is say, for instance, you know, like for me, um, when I found sort of the, my passion when it came to massage therapy, it was sort of a combination of osteopathy, Thai massage, and rolfing, like more structural integration. I, I, I married those three into this, this type of massage that I did on my clients that I loved, that they loved, and it was versatile enough where a lot of my clients didn't leave because I made it work. And I was like, I get to implement all these different things and all this knowledge that transformed their sessions. And I it just, towards the end of my full-time career as massage therapist, I was like, yes, this is how I want to feel. I felt engaged and excited and totally focused and totally passionate. And my educating my clients was a huge part of that. This is why I made this change. These are the benefits of this type of massage and this type of approach. And other, you know, my, my clients became much more engaged with their own self-care like, oh, I always wondered why you did that. And I would explain. And they're like, oh my God, that makes so much sense. Who knew? So, you know, to me, there, you can make a decision now. And now I'm not going to niche down. And then don't change your mind five minutes from now or next week. Just see how it goes. And, and you know, understand what somebody else does isn't necessarily what you should do. It's really tapping into what kind of practice that you want and, and using words and different ways of looking at it in order to attract the people that you want, regardless of your general or more specific type of massage therapist. Um, I think with a lot of people too, that the whole general idea is that um, you know, the more specialized you are, you might be, they might be better massage therapists there that came up with one of somebody I was talking to 
about niching down and being a general massage therapist. And they were perfectly happy, but they reckon, you know, they saw their friends sort of like, well, I'm going to work on this kind of this group of people. And they were, they were sort of like, well, maybe I'm missing out on something. Maybe I'm missing something completely, why this is important to do. And so, you know, that's why I'm having this conversation. It's like wherever you are in your, your practice or in your career, this is a decision you can make at any time. But don't, again, keep to that decision and then give yourself six months. I might revisit this whole conversation again in six months. I don't need to do it now. I just need to concentrate on the clients I do have and maintaining the steady stream of new clients who are coming in. So don't get caught up in the niche drama, <laughs> even if it's sort of secondary, like somebody else, you know, another massage therapist who's kind of trying to figure it out. Um, you just be in touch and connected to what you're thinking about you and your practice and what your preferences are. So it's really... I look at niching as a distraction or if we're in niche drama, it is a total and absolute distraction. Niche drama is, can be very real to you. It's like consuming and preoccupying your thoughts, but it is totally unnecessary. It's unnecessary because you can make a decision about it at any time and follow through on that decision for X amount of time to determine does this niche bring in the clientele that I want, both in number and in, um, is this the person who's going to benefit the most from what I, I offer? And you got to give yourself time here though. That is the thing. Stick, make a decision, stick to that decision for X amount of time. Use that decision as an experiment. I'm looking at the levels of engagement as soon as I switched my focus. Am I going to be losing people? Possibly. Am I going to be gaining people? Very definitely. And you might have to take time to, to tweak how you communicate to those people and be really careful about the results that you're offering, the impact your work has on them. Because you're going to get to know, if you're niching down, you're going to get to know your clients inside and out. And this is the one of the things that I talk with my massage therapist clients about a lot is that you want to understand their problem better than they do. You want to be able to communicate your understanding of their problem very clearly in ways that they will trust you. They feel safe with you and they will feel safe enough to come back over and over and over again. And really, you know, tapping into that understanding of your client is going to enhance the results that you give them. And so it, it, and being really in touch with and understanding the impact that kind of work has for them, not just from a muscular standpoint, but for their whole lives. Like we know as massage therapists, I work on this kind of issue using these techniques, the client leaves feeling better. They're able to uh, be more active. They're not suffering some of the chronic pain that they are very familiar with. They are living their lives in a richer, more engaged way because of the type of massage I do on them. Now, is that what you truly believe about what you offer your clients? There's a sub-level to 
that kind of understanding is because all the benefits we were taught about in school of massage therapy um, are, you know, people look for proof. They want proof that massage works before they, we work on them in a way. I've had that conversation a few times and it's like, you know, yeah, I, I can point you to research being done about the effects of massage therapy, but really what you want is to get on my table so I can show you how massage works. And I think there's a, you know, we want to be specific and we want to know what our clients want and need the results that they want and need inside and out. This will only improve our connection to them. This will only improve what we talk about in our marketing and our sales. It will definitely influence how we show up when we say, Hey, I'm a massage therapist. I can help you with that. I see that you're slouched over or you're limping, or I can see every time you stand up that it's a struggle and you're, you look very stiff. I'm a massage therapist. I can help you with that. So it builds when we niche down and we dive deep into what our clients want and need, and we truly understand it in a deep level, then we, that will, that level of confidence and knowledge is going to come out every time we open up our mouths or every time we write a post or an email, or, um, we talk to our clients, it's going to show up everywhere. So I think for me, niching down is great. That was a decision I made as a coach, not as a massage therapist until the last part of my career, full-time career. And it's a decision I'm glad I made. It, it was empowering to me. So I'm glad I made it. This may not be the same decision you want to make, but it's always under your power to make that decision at any time. So, you know, you can't compare yourselves to other people. And because we'll notice that so-and-so who is really niched down into this type of massage, they've got clients they're having to turn away because they're so popular, blah, blah, blah. You can't compare and despair. You just can't. That is their experience. And just because they're having that experience and you don't know how or what's behind what they're doing, and we're saying, well, I can't do that. I can't do it like they do. No, you can't. And why would you? You have your own way. You're going to figure it out one way or the other. So that's a lot of what I offer my clients is, yeah, if you want to niche down, we can address that. The pros and cons for you personally about what your beliefs are about niching down. Is this going to help me? Is it not? Am I distracting myself from my business that is working and I'm, I'm, I'm losing focus on my business because I'm distracted with a niche? That's a question I get a lot or something I observe with people. Is they're, they're, not, they're so caught up in niche drama, they've stopped focusing on their own practices or how they run a session who, you know, the clients they have on their table in this moment. So I think when it comes to that whole dialogue you need to have and making that decision, I think the sticky point here for a lot of people, it was definitely for me. I can't tell you how, tell you how many times I was coached on, on making a decision and, and keeping to that decision. <laughs> Two weeks later, I was bored. I don't think this is working. <laughs> and, um, I didn't give it enough time. 
but with the present niche I have, I'm giving it plenty of time. I am tweaking it. I am focused on it. It's an experiment to me. That's all a laboratory. It's all giving me information. It's great. And you can give yourself that same opportunity as well as a massage therapist, as a business owner, and as, you know, really just getting to know yourself through this process and what you want to help people with. So I think I covered everything that I wanted to. Um, if there are any questions or um, comments about this topic, I would love to hear them. If you would rate this, if you're listening to this on Spotify, I think it's really super easy to um, rate podcasts on Spotify. I don't think you have to write anything like you do on iTunes, but any sort of review would be great. I would appreciate it. And um, I will be back next week with something else. Have a great Monday. Great rest of your week. I will talk to you then.